In the public bathroom system, graffiti-based offences are considered especially intriguing. In Melbourne, the dedicated detectives who investigate these sick-ass felonies are members of an elite squad known as Good Graph. These are their stories. In Melbourne, the detectives... <laughs> <laughs> that part's hard. Yeah, it was good. It was good. The best part was... Um, the best part was the last night we were in Mansfield and we were like, we're going to go have a, a drink um, afterwards. Like, let's all go to the pub. And then we made a pub. We called a pub and asked them if they would stay open. And we were like, we'll tell the other punters at the show so that they come. And they're like, yes. yeah, 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 we'll stay open. All good. Um, and also, like, uh, Josh Glantz was like, we're all going to have Baileys and milk. And I got really excited. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, we'll always be so funny when we walk in there and we're like, seven Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> but we arrived and that was obviously a joke because like <laughs> the other people were like, yeah, I'm having a wine. I'm not a psycho. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. What's that? Did you get a Baileys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, but yeah, this like, um, she must have been like 18 years old maybe 19 but she was like this girl who'd clearly just packed up the whole fucking bar after like a sunday shift was standing and i she was on the phone and she was watching our car pull in <laughs> at the window and she's like <laughs> i saw her roll her eyes we came into the pub and she was and zach die was like oh she's huffing and puffing <laughs> she's just like <laughs> slamming all this like I love nothing more than like being served by a pissed off teen. Like totally, it's, my, totally. it's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it's like fucking hell. You're in Mansfield. Like, what else are you gonna like? What what else else did she have on? No offense. To yeah, me. no. That's what I said to her. I was like, where else do you need to <laughs> yeah, be, bitch? Like, you're not going to some <laughs> sick party. Like, <laughs> you may as well make a little bit of extra money. Yeah, just get a couple of Baileys and milk. Yeah, come on, Mansfield. I think. I'm pretty sure that's the town that the Kelly gang took over and then they like took over the town, like pretty much like had it all like sectioned off, like robbed the bank, blah, blah, blah. And like they spent a night, there was a train coming in that night and they spent a night with the whole town hostage. And by the end of it, by the time they stole the train and got out of there, all the town just like loved them. And they were all like waving them off, like, see you boys, have a good one. And like, there was like this big party. That's how it's recorded. I don't know how much that's been like romanticized, but yeah. I think it was Mansfield where that happened. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because Euroa is where they did the like, that's where they had the last stand but it was all yeah. like around that area so you were in you were in full kelly country that's pretty kelly cool. country i yeah. loved it did you How see I... any ned, ned kelly shit were there any statues or anything mm, there was some stuff in um echuca when we stopped there bendigo um yeah. but bendigo still has like uh They've still got cops who were related, like descendants of the cops who got Whoa. shot by the Kelly gang. That's I... so weird. <laughs> so oh weird. God. And so they're still they like. They probably don't love him. Nah, they don't. <laughs> and they, they did a musical. They they did Ned, Ned like Kelly. A, diss, a Ned <laughs> Kelly diss musical. <laughs> wow. What a way to get back at him. That's so hard. <laughs> 
imagine, imagine <laughs> all these cops rapping me like he wasn't cool. He was actually a fool. <laughs> like Hamilton style. <laughs> oh my god. The worst thing you've ever seen in your life. Um no, this is just a musical about Ned Kelly, but like some apparently like he got like boycotted by the cops. So like some of the cops came and were like sitting front row with their arms oh, crossed, really? like get over it. Fucking get over it. Get over, get it. over it. And also I, we can keep this in the pod. I don't give a shit. But that I'm pretty sure one of those cops. I mean, maybe we don't keep it in the pod because I'm not 100 percent sure. But no, one he of them did... sexually assault his sister or something. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, yeah. So and fuck like, them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so they yeah, can get absolutely fucked. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Kelly is a hero. I do find but... it funny how like, and not to like get too like on the pod, but like I do find it funny that like we have out one of our like idols as a country is like this outlaw and yet we're such like huge fans of the police force no it's so weird strange yeah where we love if ned kelly was around now he would be like you guys are all fucking losers (laughs) like we say we love him but if he was here he'd think (gasps) we're so lame yeah yeah love the cops absolutely yeah um sick should we should we get into it yeah let's get into it yeah, i'm um yeah. the least prepared i've ever been for the uh, podcasts me too <laughs> this is so good that's good um so welcome everyone welcome back to good graph podcast the best podcast on the internet <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> where we jordan Barr and i uh figure out the stories behind bits of graffiti that we've found in the world or on the internet um i don't know who went first last week i did you have to go first i don't know i think maybe i don't know i remember who went first i I feel like maybe there's more like a feminine energy leading us today (laughs) okay fine we'll go <laughs> I promise, guys, we love doing this podcast. Like, we don't do. worry. We've both been very busy, and this is, I'm, I'm just going to be quite upfront about um, me and my position for this podcast going into <laughs> yeah. this episode for this episode. And this is a, this is a world first on this podcast. I'm actually going to f- like, usually we use our skills as investigative journalists and we delve into the stories behind bits of graffiti we investigate, we figure it all out, we trace it back, we use forensics um, and shit like that, interviews, interrogation, blah, blah, blah. But this week, I, I'm actually going to do it on the spot um, and just use sort of psychic energy. Oh, my God. To figure out what this piece of graffiti is about. How do you feel about that? I'm so excited. You're going to be like yeah. that woman in medium. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, Alison. Yes, Alison Dubois. Yeah. Is that right? <laughs> is that the, the is that the actor or the no? That's not the actor's name. Is no, that the actor's name or the character's name? That's the character's name. But she's a real woman, and she was on the first oh. season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Really? <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She wasn't a housewife. She was a guest, and she was a proper psycho at dinner one day, and was just being like. Your husband is cheating on you. (laughs) (laughs) Did she get anything right on the Real Housewives Housewives thing? Like, did she have any premonitions that then came true? Well, but all of her stuff was really obvious. Like, there was this one woman who had like a terrible relationship, and the way that that panned out was like, like out stepping outside of like, um, out of like 
the like hilariousness of these like wealthy women she actually <laughs> the way her husband okay this is this is <laughs> fuck trigger warning um suicide whatever but she like they were get, she was getting abused and um and it was quite obvious on the show what and the she, fuck isn't real housewives <laughs> meant to be like light entertainment like fluffy entertainment yeah yeah, yeah well then he she divorced him he filed for bankruptcy it turns out that he had like been scamming all these people so he had no money and so they were fucked um they were in so much debt and then she came she was dropping off her kid to him like the handover of custody custody she walked into the house and he like he knew that she was coming out he'd hung himself hanged himself So I'm really worried about the grammar yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> let's focus on that part of the story. <laughs> but he was like a monster. Anyway, I'm pretty sure she was like, your husband will leave you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she only got it half right. She did. Anyway. I mean, yeah, he did leave her in the most dramatic sense. Fuck, yeah. that's full on. What? How much of that is in the show? Like what? She just describes that. Or is that like people yeah. have written articles about that after the fact? Or is she that just, like she describes it. She describes it, yeah. So there was, like, a break between seasons and, like, some articles came out and then she she definitely talks about it on the show. And then, like, a few episodes into, like, the season after it happens, there's, there's like, a chat to Cam moment or a a confessional moment with this other housewife who's like, oh, she keeps bringing it up. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. Horrific things that can happen to someone, and they're like, When will she get over? And it was truly like so fresh. She's really milking it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. That shows like what a toxic environment it is that like someone can go through something as horrific as that, and the people around them are like, Oh, this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, my. My picture of graffiti, which you sent me, it's it's great, actually, this piece of graffiti. It's a white um, wall, bumpy white wall. I reckon it's in a bathroom for sure. And it's a thin black pen, felt tip pen, I reckon. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. person wasn't necessarily prepared. That's the first thing I'm getting from this, just using my skills. They didn't necessarily know they were going to write this. It's not like they had a big marker packed in their mm. bag. It's mm. more of a little felt tip pen. It's kind of the inspo for how you're telling this story as well. You don't really exactly. know. Unpreparedness. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's on the fly. Everything. That's like the theme of this episode. It says, Dave is, and then underneath that, it's really weird the way it's laid out, actually. Dave is, and then underneath that, it says choir, Q-U-I-R-E, and that's crossed out. Is that a word, Jordan? I don't think so. No. Because I would think that a choir is just singing choir, which is famously yeah, true. CH. <laughs> famously. <laughs> As we all know, <laughs> choir, famously CH. Choir, what a ridiculous word, C-H-O-I-R. I know. Choir. Stupid English. Choir. <laughs> Dave is, I thought that, um, until I was like 17, I thought that sachet was pronounced sachet. <laughs> like till 17. Until like you were 17. Yes, yeah, seriously. Because I remember 
the reason I know I was 17, I said Satchit on stage at like one of my first ever gigs and i started comedy when i was 17 and i said it on stage and the crowd were like what the fuck and i got a laugh and but not a good laugh you know what I mean? no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't even remember the context of why i was saying it but it was really embarrassing i guess also like sachet isn't something that you're saying out loud to people like until you like it's no, you, a, you exactly. know it's a word you in the read pantry, a lot reading mm. it on the like noodle packet it's all yeah. it's very yeah it's an individual word well me and my mom we read harry potter together and we thought her name was hermion <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> we were like we went to the movies and they at all like the move the, the trailers and they were like playing hermione and we were like hermione what they're the fucking fuck? wrong. but my dad thought it was hermoin like we had this argument we were like it's hermion no it's hermoin <laughs> and it was that's Either. so good that's so good i read these books i don't read them anymore but do you know the wheel of time that book series yeah yeah it's like this massive fantasy series there's like 13 of them i've read like the first eight and there's so many characters and all their names are so weird and in the back of every book it's got like a glossary of all the characters with like the pronunciation of their names like the correct and pretty much all of them, like throughout the book, I always get to the end of the book and any new character that's been introduced, I've been saying their name wrong. The whole <laughs> time. There's never been one where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I pronounced it in my head. Anyway. It's good Dave, that have that. Oh, sorry, yeah. it's Dave. Dave yeah, is sorry. quiet. <laughs> Dave is quiet, Q-U-I-R-E, but that's crossed out. And then <laughs> underneath that, Dave is queer, but also spelt wrong. Q-U-E-A-R, I think. Yeah. Unless I'm reading it wrong. But yeah, I think that's right. And then that's crossed out. And then along the bottom, the final word, which hasn't been crossed out, it's been kind of underlined. Oh, no, has it? Or is that a crack in my No, that's just a crack in my phone. <laughs> 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 Wait, I need to check that the other two are actually crossed out now. Yeah, they are. No, they are. They are. <laughs> Fucking hell. So the final one, which has no lines, is just says bent. So if you take out the two that are crossed out, it just says Dave is bent. But yeah. along that journey, it, before that, it said Dave is quiet and then Dave is queer. So first place my mind goes is the person that wrote this is dyslexic. Um, and... You're going to make fun of people with dyslexia? I mean, we can all agree that that's pretty fucking funny. What an idiot. Oh, my God. Um, no, that's – no, absolutely not. I'm not making – I think I'm uh, – there's a word for it, dysclasia. I'm the one with numbers, I reckon. I'm so bad with numbers. Yeah. Like, really simple, like, people are like, 7 plus 12, and I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I can't. That one's hard, though. Yeah, that's pretty hard. <laughs> what is that? Who knows? No one knows. Um, anyway. <laughs> it I'm is really, hard. I'm I reckon really... I used to have it when, like, I would do, like, tests. Do you remember in primary school when you'd have to do the times tables tests? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you have yeah, to do yeah. them really oh, quickly. Oh, my God. That it was a nightmare. So stressed. Oh, Fucking my God. Hell. That was horrible. I hated that. I really hated that. I don't think schools should be doing that. No. Yeah, it's so stressful. <laughs> and I think it also like, and now this is actually something that I've carried on in my um, adult life, which is no good. I knew that I wasn't ever going to be able to do it as well as I wanted to. So I would just not do it. And yeah, then I would yeah. just be like to the teacher, totally. like, 
can't read i'm not doing it yeah <laughs> yeah i can't do it sorry, sorry. It's, so <laughs> it's if you make things too stressful then it just puts people off entirely yeah but then the other thing is i was talking with a couple of comedians in brisbane the other day and sam taunton was like yeah isn't it funny like when you're in school you're always like algebra i'm never gonna use that in later life but like he's like, but I don't even add stuff. Like, I don't even <laughs> addition in life, like I get calculator out every single time. Like I never. It's like, yes. it's so true. It's like yeah, we were all like algebra is so silly. But looking back on it, I don't use any of it. I'm not adding. No way. <laughs> the only thing that I am using is like cup measurements, and even yeah, there. <laughs> um okay so all right let's get into this yeah dave is choir this was written by a man right um and yeah. there was actually a kid at my school whose last name was choir maybe we should say that in the podcast but yeah yeah <laughs> choir <laughs> and he lives um, on <laughs> yeah <laughs> His phone number. I'll, I'll read out his phone number. I've got it in my phone. <laughs> um, okay. No, but so choir is a person, right? That's that's the first thing I'm, I've got from this. So Dave, there was a guy. Um, I'm getting a, a really strong Michigan vibe. Michigan's coming to me. Um, yeah. I just think this story takes place near a lake, a big lake in Michigan. Um, Michigan's famous for their lakes i don't know if you know that but lots of lakes in oh Michigan. i didn't know that i thought that was um, minnesota i think it might be minnesota <laughs> <laughs> michigan's just a city isn't it <laughs> now michigan's a state michigan's a state oh it is right is it i think okay. so i okay, think cool. so i think so well i you know i think it's it's a bit sad for michigan because minnesota is famous for their lakes but michigan also has some great lakes and no one ever talks about that yeah yeah and yeah it's real shame um yeah so this took place in michigan um by a lake there's a like a public toilet by this big lake in michigan i won't say the name of the lake just for con- confidentiality um, for choir reasons yeah for choir for choir's sake <laughs> um but yeah the, these these boys used to go to this lake um one of them was called dave and another one was called uh jimmy right and dave and jimmy they were best friends mm-hmm. um and dave <laughs> Oh God, this is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just push through, and we'll just we'll just if we get there, we get there. So no, Dave, this is all good shit. This is all yeah, good. Yeah, this is good. Dave and Jimmy, they go to the lake. They're like 14, 15 years old, and they always go fishing at this lake, right? They always go fishing. Um, they're best friends. They tell each other everything, right? One day, Jimmy, so not Dave, Jimmy, he um he starts to realize that he's gay maybe not one day that's probably not how it happens but over the years jimmy starts to realize that he's gay right and as he's realizing this he's sort of like 14 15 16 and he starts talking online um on like a maybe grinder i think yeah this was this happened quite recently so i will say he was on grinder i don't know kids probably aren't on grinder but whatever no, he's on Grinder. <laughs> yeah, he's on Grinder, or he's on some online thing, and he starts talking yeah. to a guy called Choir, 
right? And that's the guy's name. And they start just getting along really well. Um, mm. And they're just chatting. And Choir is one year older. He's 16. And he's more, uh, I guess, comfortable in his sexuality than Jimmy is. Mm-hmm. And he sort of like, guides him through it just like just in their chats like he's just like you know don't don't feel bad about this i know michigan's not the most progressive place but like you know this this is a good time to be gay the world is cool with gay people we can move to new york one day and yeah party. yeah yeah hell uh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and but uh jimmy feels uh insulated in his life in michigan and and feels uh scared about the fact that he's gay or whatever anyway these chats go on for ages right they go on for ages and meanwhile um at the lake like jimmy and dave their friendship keeps blossoming and it keeps getting better and better um and then uh you know they have this this kind of quite sad conversation one day where it's you know that thing where like dave's like they they catch a fish. Jimmy catches a fish, and it's really small, a small fish. And Dave's like, oh, a gay fish. It's- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Dave says that. Dave goes, oh, that fish is gay. You know? Oh no! Like classic like high school like oh that's so gay, and yeah. Jimmy's standing there. I'm picturing this like a movie, and Jimmy's standing there. You know, like young gay boy and just hearing his best friend use the word gay as a as a sign of something being bad it just really breaks his heart mm. and you know on the river blah 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 um anyway as time goes on jimmy starts noticing that some of the ways in which choir his online friend speaks to him like some of the turns of phrase that he uses his little words are quite similar to things that dave says when they're at when they're fishing yeah right I'm starting to confuse him and he's like whoa like these guys are quite similar same like turns of phrases yeah and stuff yeah like, that. like they both often say um if if you're not if you're not fishing i don't want to know you <laughs> that's like a phrase that they. i make. don't want to know you yeah. <laughs> if you're not it's fishing right now <laughs> yeah i don't want to know you <laughs> I only want to know you fishing. It's quite a bizarre thing to say. That's sort of one of the first things that alerts um, Jimmy to the fact he's like, that's weird. Not many people say that phrase. It's it's a pretty weird phrase. Mm. Um, And then anyway, one day um, uh, Jimmy is talking to his friend on the chat site, blah, 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 and and they – how does this happen? Jimmy – Dave says okay no sorry Jimmy says okay I gotta go meet my friend to go fishing right and Jimmy's got his suspicions already at this point and uh choir says yep I gotta go meet my friend too and then Jimmy quickly runs to Dave's house so Dave his friend runs to his house and he sees um he sees Dave on the computer, like typing his last few words of that sen- sentence. This doesn't yeah. really work, but do you know what I mean? No, no, I, I see it. I see it's it. It's hard when you're doing this on a psychic level, like I'm doing at the moment. But basically, <laughs> what happens is. Patch together the energy yeah, yeah. Feeling. There was yeah. Jimmy said to his online friend, um, I'll, I'll 
like, let's chat. I'll be back in a minute, right? And then he runs and looks through the window because they live nearby and he looks through Dave's window and sees Dave on his computer with that chat website open and it all comes clear. And Jimmy runs to the fishing place, the lake, and he's just so confused. He's like, whoa, my best friend. I've been talking to him, blah, 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 blah. blah. And the other thing is um, fucking Dave doesn't even know that this is Jimmy. So they both didn't know who each other were. And Jimmy's just freaking out. He runs into the toilet and he writes on the wall. And Jimmy's dyslexic as well. And he writes on the wall of the toilet, Dave is quiet, but he meant queer. And he's, he's so flustered. And then he crosses it out. And he writes queer and he spells that wrong as well. And then he leaves the toilet and he comes out of the toilet. And as he's running out, he sees Dave and Dave's like, Hey, are we going to go fishing? And he's like, yeah, let's go fishing. And Dave's like, are you all right? You seem a bit frazzled. And Jimmy's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be out here. You can go to the toilet. I'll be back in a minute. And Dave walks into the toilet and sees what's written there. And he's like, what the fuck? And he writes bent and he writes bent because he in as like a that he's he's using that word in like a powerful way like yeah i'm a bit bent i'm a bit gay but that's fucking okay and as he's writing bent um the door swings open and jimmy's there and sees him writing it and dave looks at jimmy and jimmy looks at dave and dave is quiet and every everything comes clear and they kiss and they and then they moved to New York like three oh, years later and they live gorgeous. in an apartment in New York now and they've got a really happy life. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Did that all make sense? That did. That did. The oh, only good. thing that came up for me is like I was curious because Grinder is an app that um, does track your location a little bit. <laughs> so if either of them were like, this person is one meter away. <laughs> this person is fishing next to you. <laughs> yeah that was like the only thing that i was like yeah i think um yeah i don't know i think they just because every time they were near each other that such was the depth of their friendship they never had their phones out when they were hanging out with each other it was one of those friendships where like they're just fully present just fishing you know so they'd never look at grinder while they were near each other so they never made the connection yeah through that way that's gorgeous i love little gay stories i (laughs) me too I watched that Netflix show Heartstopper. Yeah, that's everyone's talking about this at the it's moment. It's so it cute. Yeah, oh, maybe it's just I'll watch like, this today. Yeah, it'll just make you like feel good and it gives you that feeling when you're like like um it's like because they both have it's such like hectic teen crush vibes that you feel like the way that they do it is like you feel like you've got a crush as well and you're like uh, that's oh sick. my god that's really I cute. I feel like I need to feel like I've got a crush at the moment so I'm <laughs> Just, gonna watch <laughs> I love to feel anything at the moment it's needles yeah, exactly. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah watch uh. it. Yes, I've got my housemates coming home in a few hours and I just know that he will want to feel like he's got a crush as well. So Yes, yes. It'll be so cute. It's very like it is like written for teenagers. Like and and it is yeah, yeah. That's so fine. Um Um, I used to be able to speaking of written for teenagers, I used to be able to recite this is so embarrassing. I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast, but I used to be able to pretty much recite like all of the OC, like, like most of like I could just yes! say what happens and like the dialogue, I pretty much knew. I watched that show because we had it on DVD for some reason. Yeah. I watched it like 
honestly hundreds of times how fucked is that i you are i don't know why you're embarrassed by this lewis this is like you're literally your target audience i will i watch the oc and especially because it's on stand now it'll i'll finish i'll finish and then i'll just like start again again just so comforting it's so comforting you know what's this is what's really like this is where i'm like fuck this is kind of weird, but like my favorite thing about the OC isn't like the drama or like when things are happening. It's like when they're in the kitchen making bagels and just like having a chat at the yes. start of an episode. And Sandy's like yoga laddies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I love that shit so much. Yeah. Or when they've like clearly like I even like season four when things like obviously they jump the shark a little bit, but like Ryan gets to have a bit of fun. He's, totally. he's cracking jokes. Totally. He's like his whole character. I, I love in the OC actually, they do this a bit. They just change people's character quite <laughs> Like abruptly. Luke? Luke is, that's the weirdest thing ever. He's like this fuckhead, <laughs> like this asshole villain. And then he's yeah. all of a sudden like a Labrador or something. Like he's like so dumb and fun. Yes. And <laughs> and he's like at the Rooney concert, like losing yeah, his mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> big idiot. That's so weird. That would have been a great character arc if they did that like really gradually. Yeah. Like, just one episode, they were just like, now Luke's like some lovable idiot. <laughs> it was like, we need to have him around, but he's yeah. good. Like, we really like the actor. So yeah, yeah. But he like- can't just keep like fighting Ryan every episode. No. That actually, that was that sick in season one when like I remember because I had like season three and four on DVD when I, but for some reason not season one and two, and so I rewatched season one and two when I eventually did get the DVDs. (laughs) Then like (laughs) such a cool story (laughs) um, when um when Oliver the evil guy is like fucking around and like Luke is the only other person who's like. Oh my god! How good is that? Out of nowhere, Luke. <laughs> Luke's it's like, so I get good. what you mean, Ryan. That guy's yeah. creepy. <laughs> it's the best. Ah, the Oliver saga. What a great saga! It's so good. Yeah. Actually, I was talking to someone the other day about like how, like, there isn't, and I could be wrong because maybe my fingers just like not on the pulse that much, but it feels like there isn't like a, a show like The OC or like Gossip Girl apart from I guess like the reboots which aren't the same you know like that yeah. kind of like teen drama that is like drama but it isn't euphoria which totally. is like i think like fucked. i think that people that are that age now would just be so bored by the oc like we were so less i don't know do you think that's right like we were less exposed to like sex and shit when we were 16 i reckon than yeah. people are now so like for me when like marissa and ryan like kissed or something i was like fucking hell that's so hot <laughs> but now like people that yeah. are 16 and 17 now wouldn't give a fuck about marissa and ryan kissing they'd yeah. be like you know they should be fucking or whatever totally and even like um like uh the like seth's character like that was so yeah, revolutionary totally. as well totally yeah it was like he's so like true. the prototype like how That's many times so is he true. like oh my god he was so good he's i was i was i was so in love with seth when i was growing up and then like when i rewatched it i was like definitely ryan like, <laughs> <laughs> seth is like so needy and like quite totally. awful totally. <laughs> 
so true. <laughs> yeah, you think he's like cute and fun at the start when you're that age, but then yeah. Yeah, rewatching it, he's so needy and like yeah. quite possessive a lot of the time and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like the way the obsession that he has with Summer is like pretty gross. <laughs> when you watch it now, it's like fucking hell, man. Like you named your boat after this. Yeah. Girl. <laughs> and he's like, he's like Rory Gilmore where he's always like, mm, I'm different. It's like, no, you're totally. still fucking rich. Totally. Exactly. You're not that fucking special, mate. That's, yeah. 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 But I feel like the it. drama was like, maybe because of like censorship laws and stuff like that back then. But I feel like the drama was different. Like I was watching Gil- more girls again the other day again the same another series i just, <laughs> yeah. like, just start again um and i th- th- i watched this like clip or oh, maybe it was on twitter whatever i watched this like moment where like uh, um rory decides she's gonna stay at her grandparents place rather than stay with her mom after this like big drama yeah and that was like, and I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, this is such a turning point in the series. Like this changed everything. The tensions were so high. And then like, she literally just decided to stay at her grandma's place <laughs> and not with her mom. It was like, now she like have an ice addiction and she's fucked her teacher totally. and she's pregnant. Totally. Well, everyone's um, our, like, yeah, we, we've, we've been too exposed to too much fucking hectic shit on tv yes i won't cut it anymore yeah i yeah and just like in general like you just have i applied for some like tiktok funding and in in the application they're like how will you grab their attention within the first one to two seconds (laughs) i was like so insane i won't like yeah (laughs) how does anyone do that like (laughs) just get on the screen like pussy i don't know please stick around Um, That's a really great story. I'm really happy for Jimmy and Dave. I've got some cool stuff. Yeah, great. (laughs) For you. Um, I can't remember what I sent you. I'm excited. You sent me a... um, It's it's a a tile. Let me describe it to you. It's a tiled wall and they're like... It's kind of like a a tan tile, like a a light peach coloured tile down the bottom. And then it starts to go... There's like three rows of white, but then there's speckled. I'm really, the tiles aren't important. But they um, sound quite nice. They just look like this. I'm just showing oh, Lois a picture. It's nothing. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty basic. <laughs> you made them sound so much more like intricate. <laughs> yeah. Sort of like a, like a Grecian like bathhouse. Yeah. <laughs> it's really just a pool. To- it does. It has like, it has like beach toilet vibes like similar to jimmy and dave like it's near it's a public it's near a water source yeah 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 for sure um and this is holiday vibes holiday vibes and this is actually from cronulla beach wow um famous for its fish and chips (laughs) (laughs) yeah famous for (laughs) lovely atmosphere and fish and chips yep yep and yeah that's all i think yeah Yep. There's a surf club my nan likes to go to, and every yeah. time I go there with her, I'm like, "Wow, what about all the fish and chips that happened here not long ago?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one talks about those fish and chips anymore. That's no weird. one talks about it. <laughs> I, this is a okay. So quick tangent. Another quick story. Then we'll get into this. Mm. I I can't remember if I've told this story in this podcast before. My um a good friend of mine's mum 
died quite suddenly in a car accident and so they just kind of had to hustle together this was a few years ago hustle together a funeral do all that shit he had to fly back from london because he's he's living in london at the moment um and we all flew down to like go to the funeral and it was like in cronulla and we we're like oh sick okay like whatever um and we got there and it's just like massive like it looks like a concert hall it's hillsong in cronulla oh and then like Gigi went up there and he was like yeah so everybody keeps talking about how mum really was the brains of this family we're already fucking up this is scott morrison's church <laughs> <laughs> So like it was such a like so talk about breaking the tension totally. like it was so yeah, beautiful. Yeah. That's like such what a way to open. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, yes, strong open. Um, and then he sang a song and it was the most heartbreaking thing you've ever heard. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's so, more yeah, that's yeah. More funeral vibe. That's it. That's it. Um, but this so this is in Cronulla bathrooms and it's written in uh, red ink in like a texture. This does feel like it does look like a Sharpie with like a squared edge, a squared yes. end. You know, and it's got like totally. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it says, "I loved a boy who didn't appreciate who didn't next line appreciate me next line and it fucked me. Oh, and it <laughs> fucked next line me up." <laughs> And then up above that little paragraph, uh, like a, um, it's like uh, you had ten seconds to tell someone what a haiku was. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't get it. Um, <laughs> up above that, in the same t- in the same handwriting, it says "fuck love," like up in the corner. Mm. Um, so I loved this, a boy. Uh, this feels yeah. a bit heart heart stopper ish, like or like teen drama ish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Didn't appreciate me and it fucked me up. And I love how it's like separated. So it's not like she didn't just write it out. Spoilers it is she, her. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't just write out. I loved a boy who didn't appreciate me and it fucked me up. I loved a boy who didn't next line appreciate me next line and it fucked next line me up. Yeah. I mean, it's it like puts um, emphasis on each. It's like staccato. It's like, yeah, duh, duh, yeah. Duh. And what like and 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 I've I've been inspired by you, Lewis, and I've gone mm. for more of a medium approach as well, and <laughs> kind of like right. the. What if one day we're brought into like like a, a, a court cases as, as graffiti experts? Oh my god! Imagine, imagine <laughs> at some stage an innocent person's gone to prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. What like sticks out to me is like the phrase and it fucked me up. It's that is so like perfect. Totally. totally. Um it fucked me up. Yeah, um, everyone everyone feels that when when that that whole sentence, I loved a boy, he didn't appreciate me, and it fucked me up. Everyone like knows exactly what she's talking about. Yeah, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this starts in in high school. So it is a bit of teen drama, but we move on from there. Cool. Um, so it was just sort of um, a couple in high school, a boy and girl. Um, her name is Jennifer, and his name is Brad. And like it was in the early two thousands as well. So it was like this is crazy. <laughs> like it's so funny. What a weird coincidence! <laughs> I know, I know. They loved it. <laughs> um, so Jennifer and Brad kind of <laughs> they were like. Did they look? I'm sorry to yeah. like, derail you so early, but did either of them have resemblance to Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston? Like, like 
visually did they look like those people yeah well the thing about jennifer is that she was like like she was a hottie like she was like when you know how like people would often be like who's the hottest girl in the year and yeah 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 like like, jennifer yeah if you're listening you can probably say whether you believed it or not there was always just like that person that it was like yeah this the consensus was yeah 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 um and Jennifer was like always that. And then um, this guy, Brad, was kind of uh, similar to like a Seth Cohen, except a little bit more like band geeky, like more interested yep. in like mu- like more of a muso and that yep. kind of. So they kind of um, hooked up at a party very randomly. They weren't even friends before. So, you know, how in high school, like usually people are kind of friends before they totally. started dating. Yep. That was like out of nowhere and people were kind of shocked but excited both very respected whatever yeah um but it like not that it matters but like brad was like kind of this like he was kind of like a chubby bass player like totally so was brad i just to get a picture like in inverted commas like in the high school environment was um brad cool would you say he wasn't in like the cool group, like he wasn't yeah. a jock, but he was respected. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, totally. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, and people, he also like supplied weed to a lot of people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Classic. Classic. Mm. Yeah. So he had that kind of energy going the time. for him. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and like people were like happy for them, but they also were like, like a bitch. Like there was an appeal yeah. to Brad. There's no denying it. Yeah. But it was like, oh, fuck it. Okay, Brad, go for it. And like, you know, back in the 2000s, a lot of like punching above your weight jokes and stuff yeah, like that yeah, and yeah. whatever. And so they started, they started like dating at like the end of year 10 and then they just stayed together, which, you know, in high school and people are together for like two years. That's like out of control. Like totally. that's wild. Mm. Yeah. And they got to year 12, did the formal, did all that. Um, and then, uh, they left school and he went to university in like a different state to her. Yeah. So he went to, he went down to VCA in Melbourne. <laughs> of course. And then, yes. And then, yeah. And she, um, she sort of stayed and got like a, um, a degree in HR. Yeah, um, yeah. And she like, I'm, I just feel like she's more, at home in Cronulla, she's more beach oriented than yeah. He's more indoorsy. He wants mm. to be near the amp and the guitar. Yeah. Ride, whereas she's like on the beach more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Um. And the expectation was that they they probably wouldn't last. Like even both of them were like, let's we're we're young. It's a different state. Maybe it won't work. Um. And then and she kind of always. Or not, not her, but people always expected Jennifer to be the one to call it off. But like yeah. out of the blue, he like came back home to see his family and then they broke up and he dumped Whoa. her. Whoa. Yeah. And she Fucking was hell. really taken aback. And she it was one of those things where she like made a plan of like events for the weekend. But like the second she came over to his house to see him, once he got back from the oh. airport, he was like, oh, God, like, don't even step into my house. <laughs> <laughs> And it was really sad and they were they were both sad. They were both really sad about it. But yeah. um, it, there was this like, it had it, been a few months of maybe he's, there's someone else. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So had she been feeling like a distance? 
She like, felt a distance. Yeah. 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 So then she um so that's that's that on that. Yeah. <laughs> they broke up. That's <laughs> the end of the story, but they broke up. And then he um he met somebody else pretty quickly after that. Uh and this was kind of before social media and stuff like that. But you know, years later they're both in their like um late twenties and the and Facebook happens and they reconnect and she sees that he's like um engaged to this Whoa. like cool rocker chick and she's still like she's got a good life but it's like she's had a couple like bad relationships that were just like kind of shit and she's working in hr and she has to like worry about like for a company where she has to worry about her looks every day so every morning she's yeah. like she has to look a certain way very like cronulla vibes like yeah 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 sydney beach and, girl vibes yeah. and does she want more from her life is she like a bit like you know, yeah. some, people, some people are quite happy with that vibe. That, mm. Like, you know, my job is about how I look and my life's pretty simple and I mm. swim every afternoon in the ocean. I don't need any more than that. Yeah. Someone who sort of needs more from life. She needs. She just wants someone to like, where she doesn't have to feel so like poised around as yeah, well. Yeah, totally. Like she totally. like just wants someone that she can be like kind Relax. of fuck around with, have a good time. Like not yeah. like, yeah, like where, um, there's a lot of like maintenance you know when you see those those girls and you're like fuck like this is how i feel all the time because i feel like like (laughs) i feel like i spend like so much money on like personal like maintenance like getting my hair done getting my nails done like all that kind of shit yeah and then like but then if you saw me on the street you would not be like that's a lot of maintenance (laughs) (laughs) she spent a lot of money (laughs) yeah you would not like think that because I'm like working hard for base level, and then I see these other girls where I'm like, "You're working hard." Working hard. Yeah, you know? I think there's, I think there's fucking levels and levels to that shit. From yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like the fake tanning and stuff as well. So it's like yeah. heaps of stuff, and like she comes from a world where the like. Um, where it's just like in like these heterosexual relationships, the guy just kind of expects that, whereas yeah, like, yeah. um, Brad. <laughs> Brad wouldn't give a fuck. Wouldn't give a fuck. Was always kind of a chiller and was also like not in a possessive way, but was always like, don't stress about it. Like if she hadn't shaved her legs, she was like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. And he'd be like, no, don't. Like I would even go as far to say that he was sort of into that more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was sort of attractive to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she like liked that like about herself, but it kind of felt like anyway. So she's like. She rather than kind of embracing it herself, she's kind of put it onto this dude as to like the guy who does that. But then Brad kind of he's in this relationship, he gets engaged, um, that ends up falling apart, and lo and behold, she gets a message on Facebook. Oh my god. Being like, I'm in town, do you want to grab a drink? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> they go grab a drink. It's like this is like So wait, so is she with her? boyfriend at this no no No, she's single she's single she's single and he messages her and she just like like a flurry of like emotions and everything comes up and it's like i'm freaking out and then she goes and then it's it's like really nice and they get along really well but it's one of those things where she's perceiving it on a different level than he is like he's probably still like I'm looking for a route. <laughs> yeah, Ken's always been hot as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just like going through the breakup, and she's like, 
this is the beginning of something so nice. Like, yeah, yeah, perfect timing for her, worst timing for him. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then they, um, they do hook up and they like, they like spend like a couple weeks just like hanging out and, um, and doing like cute things, but never like really out and about. Like, it's not, it's not a public thing. They'll go for like a walk or something like that, but nothing like crazy nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he goes back to Melbourne and she kind of has this idea that maybe she should move there. And so she like, uh, like against her better judgment, she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to fucking uh, move to Melbourne. Uh, she moves, she leaves her job. She leaves everything. And then everybody's a bit like, you're such a Sydney gal. And she's like, no, I want to try it. And like, good on her. She's got to freshen it up a bit. Yeah. She moves to Melbourne and doesn't really say anything because she was like, oh, I'll just tell him that I, I got a new job or something like that. And and then she does and he doesn't respond. Oh. And then like a day later, it's like pregnancy announcement with his like ex that. Oh, no. So she, oh, Jen. she's like in this place, she's just signed like a two-year lease to get. Oh, and she's yeah. just sitting there like crying and then she like does this one of those things where you like hike from melbourne to sydney and she has a real wild moment like reese witherspoon where she like kind of discovers herself she doesn't do any maintenance for like the month that she's like she does like the coastal walk like she walks up the coast i feel like that's what she needs yeah yeah and then she gets back there and she kind of has this moment where she goes back she gets she's back at the um at Cronulla Beach, like she's not far away from the party that they first like hooked up at, and she just wrote it down, not in like a way of being like "fuck this, fuck love," but it, it's like she had to get it out of her, yeah, and like expel that, and then she just felt like a weight off her shoulders, so oh, she wrote yeah. down, "I love the boy," yeah, 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 and she yeah. wrote, "I loved a boy who didn't appreciate me and it fucked me up, fuck love," fuck it now. Full on. It's so full on. <laughs> so full on, but also like, you know, a common, sto- a common story of love. Like this this happens. Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. Everyone's been infatuated. Or I think most people have been infatuated by someone who wasn't quite on the same yeah. thinking as them about what was going totally. on. Totally. And I feel like it's like also easy to like latch on to like, people from the past as well totally, to be like totally. oh man like the one that got away or exactly. whatever and i think really like if we really fucking analyze the shit of it i think i think what's going on really is that jen was happy in high school and she had this idealistic view of her life and he was exciting to be around and then when they broke up she sort of fell into this life that she didn't love and mm. so the reason she latched back onto him was because she actually wasn't happy in herself working in HR and doing this. Yeah. So I feel like now that she's gone for that big walk along the coast, I feel kind of positive about it. I feel like she's figured out herself more and she can get on with life and not need him to be yeah. to be happy, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. I, I think she lives somewhere like overseas now. Like that I think she's like perfect for her. Yeah, like yeah. living and teaching in Vietnam or something cool. <laughs> like she's just like she like I I know that the, what's that word? There's like a word in um 
It's like a it's like a moment in um The Sopranos as well, where there's no geographical solution to an emotional problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I think like, especially if you're if that toxic environment of like the beach gals is no good for you, step totally. out of it. Totally. I mean, that's exactly right. It's like she did have an emotional problem, but part of the emotional problem was to do with geography in the first place. Yeah. So moving to Vietnam does help that part. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's very true. Very true. Um, And Brad is fine. Does she shave her legs and stuff these days or is she just wild? I think she does when she wants to. Like, it's very, it's like, it's not stress, (laughs) it's not linked to anxiety. It's like, oh, I feel like. Good on um, putting on a pair of tracksuit pants with a smooth leg, which is honestly the best feeling. <laughs> <laughs> You've never tried it, honestly. I never have. It's so nice. You feel, I don't know. It's like, especially if they're like, like freshly, dry, like they've just come out of the dryer. You've just had a bath and like shaved your legs and then you get yeah. into your track. Oh my God. It just yeah, like, yeah. can't be matched. Anyway, try it tonight after your heart stopper. I'm going <laughs> to shave my legs and watch <laughs> Teen gay drama. <laughs> yes, Lois. <laughs> That's so exciting. What a nice. Self-care. Self-care. Uh, yeah. um, so Lewis has just sent me a, a picture of a toilet lit up, mm-hmm. seat down, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is ideal. Um, yeah, that's what you want. That's what you want. And in like a red paint oh, texture, it says, never forget, all lowercase and above never forget is a drawing of the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> or one of those, what are the, or the, or it could be a dinosaur. No, I think, because I think, I think it can't be like a, I don't think it can be like a Brontosaurus or a Brachiosaurus or whatever, because like the feet look like flippers kind of. Yeah, they're like little nubs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it's the Loch Ness monster. I think you're right. Yeah, perfect, great. Looking <laughs> then, forward to uncovering this like century year old mystery. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, how good is that that we get to fucking finally shed light on the Loch Ness monster? Finally, uh, I know. Um, yeah, Jordan sent me something quite different to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite. This one it's is so quite bad. visceral as well. There's always. The ones that are like gross really like get me. Um, yeah, it's blue spray paint on a white wall, and it's <laughs> it says fart shart, <laughs> and yeah, so fart above and then shart below, all uppercase, quite aggressive writing. And it's from New South Wales near Newcastle, that's sort of what we know at this stage. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's what we know so far. Yeah. I feel like I always give you that one. What was that one that was like, don't let your dick touch the water or something? Yeah, it was something <laughs> like that. So gross. Yeah, it was like something like if the water touches your dick, the shit is too big or something. <laughs> something <like that. laughs> and then you send me ones that like, what if a lily was real? <laughs> um, if you want to uh, see all the photos of graffiti, we put them on our instagram which is good graph pod um, yeah they're all up there and yeah l- listen in next week when we uncover this graffiti can't wait yeah. bye See ya.